0: Bob Graham and Tom Brush. do
1: Hey Tom, happy Wednesday, middle of the week. It's a gorgeous day where I am. What's it like where you are?
0: Very nice outside here as well. So
1: Okay. It looks sunny behind you in your uh window, but it always looks sunny.
0: It's always sunny in my office. <laughs> always sunny in my office.
1: Ah, the virtual office. So
0: nice. So nice and controlled.
1: <laughs> Never have to <laughs> dust. The chairs are always perfectly arranged.
0: Amazing, isn't it?
1: It is. And it's its interesting to see people adopting it and getting used to it. Remember when we were all starting in Zoom a year and a half ago, and it was like, whoa, you're in San Francisco. How would you do that?
0: Well, it was interesting. You know, when we did that podcast, Discussion the other day Mm -hmm. with Paul, and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: his question to me was, Tom, where are you at? Why is it so sunny outside? (laughs) Because it was like eight o'clock at night.
1: That's right. Uh, I'd forgotten that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, sometimes people actually believe that it's real. So for those of you listening on the podcast, we're talking about my virtual background and how it is set up like an office and there is a window and there's always sunlight. I guess I could figure out how to make that dark and then it could I could have it based well, on what time of day it's
1: yes your your virtual background is better than my real background because if you look I don't know if, can you see that this is I've got birds it is, the, it is one of the ugliest sofas I've ever seen in my entire life. It's very beachy and that's great, but yeah.
0: <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening on the podcast again, imagine a townhouse along a beach and what the couches typically look like. That's what Bob's couch is.
1: <laughs>
0: For those of you who are watching it on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, um, you can see and understand completely that that is exactly where Bob is. So
1: We have some pineapples, too.
0: I mentioned that. You didn't hear me say that.
1: I'm sorry. Pineapples, flowers, yeah, it's it. Yeah. I hope the owner isn't listening to this because I I will probably get kicked out. I will get kicked out.
0: Anyhow, thanks so much for joining us for today's antidote, everyone. Uh, We're going to have a conversation around driving doubt away. We talked, we were talking about it yesterday, and really, the reason that we picked this as a topic this week is because last week we talked about doubt, and we wanted to make sure that people didn't get left in doubt and that they had an antidote. Or how to drive that doubt away when it shows up. So that's what we're going to be talking about all week, and we will get to that in just a moment. Before we do that, though, we have to start our day off the way we always do with our celebrations. What are you celebrating today, Bob, besides your couch?
1: I'm going to celebrate the unexpected. The unexpected. I've had five or six things happen in the last 48 hours that were truly unexpected. One in particular, that if you had said to me that would happen, I would have bet against it, everything I had. And still, and it gives you or gives me an excitement about approaching a new day. Because if the unexpected happens, that means it could happen today. And that means all the things I've planned for today, something unexpected. And these were all good things that happened along the way, fun things, things that. Just open my mind to a bigger world than I'm aware of. And I like I like that idea. I like the unexpected. I like the surprise of it. In the moment, it can be very stressful. But as I look back on the last couple of days, it's been really interesting to see what has manifest itself that was outside of my control.
0: So what was real for you has been impacted?
1: Very much so.
0: Yes amazing when that happens yes funny that it happens all the time
1: yeah but we don't always notice it
0: correct correct it's great that you were able to identify well
1: we lament it oh this thing happened i didn't expect this thing to happen that's it's not what i expected now i gotta deal with it blah 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 i'm much more embracing the opportunity of these unexpected surprises nice yeah how about you
0: so I'm celebrating. Uh, one of the things I really enjoy doing is giving presentations at conferences, and so this afternoon I will be giving a presentation uh, at a conference that I'm. So it's a conference I've been a part of for a couple of years now, and love the organizers and the group, and looking forward to it. It's all with uh, nonprofit leaders, which is a group that are near and dear to my heart. So, and I, and I have what's a feeling the topic? The topic is measuring growth. Okay. And what are the true measurements of growth, not what we always expect? So people today are in for a little unexpected conversation. Not here at that work at, at that, that workshop. workshop. Well, it might yeah. be here as well. But and you'll be talking a little bit about being a renegade too, right? I certainly will be doing that. And I have a feeling we will be talking about this on the show in a few minutes. So. Just
1: oh. Okay. Like, Nice, uh, and Tom, it is a national celebration today. What is the
0: national celebration today, Bob?
1: It is National Chicken and Waffles Day.
0: Ooh, I, you know, I had never had that until about two years ago, and Same I tried it and I was like, "This is actually pretty good. It's very filling, very yes, filling and very good. Definitely
1: a good split meal."
0: You know, I hadn't thought about that, but absolutely, that would be a... I,
1: I have found that to be the magic of it. You, If you eat it as one human being, you will feel pretty grateful. worn down later. <laughs> if you split it and hopefully eat a salad with it so that you're not completely... <laughs> you know, you
0: might actually survive. Fried chicken, maple syrup, and salad. Okay. Well, you have the waffle, and the waffle, correct? Your little bread, then, so.
1: yeah. Do
0: you have any more you information? You don't like this? the whole
1: fruit and vegetable thing anywhere around the food you're is. eating, so
0: correct. Does do you have any details on like who founded it, when it was founded?
1: Didn't didn't go that far. You stopped doing research. I stopped doing research. I, I fair enough. Well, I I know this has become a big thing around the country in the last four or five years. You can go to a lot of restaurants now where if you order breakfast, that's on the breakfast menu. And increasingly, if you order dinner, that's on the dinner
0: menu. And the first um, time I had it, I had it for dinner.
1: Okay. yeah.
0: Breakfast is a is a good most breakfasts are a good dinner, not cereal, necessarily.
1: Yeah, Although it's been done. It definitely has been done. And Cereal and ice cream is not a bad dinner.
0: Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely.
1: And, and you're a bachelor right now. So you, you who knows what you're eating, right? You've got a couple of days of bachelorhood.
0: I do. Yeah, it probably won't be great, but it'll be what it was. My wife we always had a lovely
1: that. pasta last night. I had chickpea pasta and some tomato yeah. sauce and uh, some sausage. Nice. And made enough that I have leftovers for lunch today, which is like a bonanza for me.
0: More unexpected celebrations. I love it. That's it. All right. Let's get to our topic, Tom. Sounds like a good idea. So we're talking about driving doubt away. And yesterday we talked about doing that through celebrations and how that can help you push doubt to the side, put it to the back, drive it away. So today we want to talk about through understanding, and that may be a little confusing at the top, but I think when you think about driving doubt away, the more we understand it, the better we can handle it. So what are some of your thoughts on that, Bob? I'm
1: not sure that we have to understand the doubt. I think we have to understand ourselves and how we manifest the doubt. So I know there are certain things that cause me to doubt my value as an entrepreneur, as a renegade. One is when I look at my calendar and there's nothing for that day. You hate that. I really do hate that because that suggests to me that I haven't got anything going on, which means I'm failing. Conversely, there are days when I have a million things going on. Yesterday, I think I had nine appointments. That's a day where I doubt because like, I can't keep up. I can't do this. So there's a perfect in the middle of like five to six appointments. That's the sweet spot. I know that. And I try to manage my days to fit that. By doing that, I manage to lessen the doubt. I also try to start my day, this broadcast does a great job of it, of doing something early in the day that gives me a feeling that I value. So I might make a call to someone who I know really likes what I do in the morning. Hey, just wanted to touch base. Oh, Bob, it's so great to hear from you. I love what you're doing for me. That eliminates the doubt for me often. And so I know what causes Bob to have doubt. Too much work, not enough work. Um, it also can be when people, you know, if we get negative feedback, if I get negative feedback, it tends to cause me to doubt. I know that about myself. So I will immediately, when that happens, call you or call someone else, and be like, Can you believe this person said this? I can't believe that they said this. Like, Bob, who cares if they like our podcast? Who cares? Maybe they're not our audience, whatever. So I'm trying to proactively respond and avoid situations that cause me to move into doubt because I'm trying to understand the cycle. Because what I've come to realize is, at least for me, doubt doesn't occur without a precursor. Doubt just doesn't fly into my head like, oh, I doubt my whole existence as an entrepreneur. Usually something causes that. I hear about a competitor who's killing it. I hear about someone who, you know, they they left their job and two weeks later they were making a half million dollars doing what I do. I hear about someone who gets an opportunity to speak to a group I'd love to speak to that I've talked to 10 times and they just waltz in is what I see in my head. Those are the sources of doubt for me. And I think we all have them. The people I'm coaching all have doubts. Ah, I can't I can't deal with this. I can't choose a person to hire because the last 3 people I've hired haven't been long-term successes for us. So now I'm afraid to hire someone. I'm afraid to uh make my website go live because what if it's wrong? They have doubt over things and and it, if you think about it, as renegades, we're trying to do something our own way, mm-hmm. carving our own unique path. That means there is no map. So there's going to be doubt. I mean, if I go out into a forest and you say, hey, Bob, get to the western corner, and I'm out there in the middle of the forest with no map, walking through trees, there's going to be moments where, geez, should I be going left or right here? Man, I feel like I'm walking in circles. We do the same thing in our business. It's hard not to, but... If I say in that field, you know, or in that forest, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to walk directly this way till I get to the end of the forest. I don't care if that puts me in California, Mexico, Michigan, or the Atlantic Ocean. I am not deviating from that pathway. Odds are I will figure things out along the way. There'll be moments of doubt, but I will keep going. And so for me, one of the one of the other things I'm doing is the day pack we've been talking about, which says, basically, here's celebrate what you did yesterday. Here's what went well. Here's what didn't go well. Here's what you might change. And now let me take the next steps. I find that really grounds me that if someone causes me to doubt myself in the middle of the day, whoa, time out. You're not on the path with me. You're on your own path.
0: I like that. I, I'm not sure that I was thinking about it that way, um, which is well. Okay. Good.
1: I liked. I like to give you something different to think about.
0: Yes, uh, but I like that. You know, I like the how you tied it into um, being a renegade and the forest idea. Is I think it's very relevant to not only what we're trying to do, but what many people are trying to do. They're trying to figure it out a way that it works best for them. That's why they're a renegade. I think, you know, it's interesting for me, I was thinking about it and it was just interesting that probably one of the biggest days of doubt I've had in a long time was yesterday. Trying to put together this presentation where I was like, this is something I do all the time. And it, it usually it comes to me and it's uh, and I was struggling yesterday to really figure it out. And and I think part of it was. I wasn't really clear on what I was trying to accomplish. I had a concept because I had written a proposal. I don't even know how long ago, three months ago. Oh, it was longer you know,
1: than that, six months ago at least.
0: Yeah. and Because someone
1: else submitted a proposal and got rejected, but we won't talk about that. Speaking of causing doubt.
0: Yeah. You need to think a little bit more about all the things that go into who gets selected and why they got selected and years of involvement with an organization, all, all those things that maybe have a little bit, because really you don't control those results.
1: I'm not right? bitter. I'm not a lot bitter, a little.
0: <laughs> so anyhow, I, I think that one of the challenges was I wasn't clear on what I was trying to accomplish. And I think I didn't really understand. I had a, an idea of what I thought it was, but it wasn't crystal clear. And I think, by talking it out helped me find some clarity at that and going to bed and sleeping on it, allowed me to, you know, not take all these things that were running around in my head and doubt was included in that and allowed it to be like, okay, let's, let's let it breathe for a little bit. Let's see where it goes. Let's try to take my mind off of it. And that as usual, when I take my mind off of it, it starts to clarify. And then I can go back. And focus on it. And I think that's, you know, a little bit of what happened is that sometimes the understanding comes from leaving it alone. And then you come back to it, as I think we've discussed in the past is that sometimes when we're struggling with something, the best thing to do is to step away from it for a little bit and allow your mind to go in a different direction, which then usually allows you to think differently about everything, usually then provide some clarity to what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Can I ask you a question two around the doubt you had yesterday? Sure. What were you doubting specifically?
0: I was I was doubting that I didn't have the right words, that I was, and I was trying to.
1: Are there right words, Tom? You use you try not to use the um, word right.
0: As soon as I said it, I was like, "Yes, I, I, there are not right words. There are," and I I was getting to that point. And yet I didn't, you know, it was, I I had an idea of where I wanted them to end up and knew where they started, where we were starting from. And I think maybe I had too many options that I was considering sharing with them. And again, you know, you think about that. If you, you're a travel agent and somebody says, Hey, I want to go to Mexico. All right.
1: Or someplace warm
0: or someplace warm. Right. And they're like, okay, well, great. How do you want to get there? Do you want to fly? Do you want to drive? Or here are all the things you could do. You could go to this place, this place, this place, this place. And to get to those four places, you could do it this way, this way, this way, this way for each of them. So now you probably have like 16 options to consider and, and, you know, it's like a water hose and you can't really figure it out. And I think that was where I was at. I had all these thoughts and ideas that I wanted to get across and share so, that they could be in a different space. And it was interesting. One of the things you said to me was really helpful. You know, I've been thinking about these concepts for a long time. For some of these people, they may have never thought of this. And so, to try to get them to where I am in the thought process is significant. And it's probably going to take more than a 50 minute presentation. Um, might actually take a book. Hmm, interesting concept. Um, I think someone said that last night. (laughs) Someone said that last night, yes. So I had to really go back and think like, okay, how do I make this simpler for someone who has never, maybe never thought about it in this way? Because some of the concepts are going to be things that people aren't necessarily going to understand. And I think knowing that also helps remove some of the doubt around whatever the results end up being. You know, because I can now now consider that because they've never thought about it, they may not find value in it. It may just be something that maybe later on down there will be like, hey, you know what? I think I heard a guy talk about something like this. Maybe now it'll start to settle in. And so I I have a feeling that since I'm providing something that is going to be renegade ish, that not everyone is going to think, oh, wow, that was an awesome, amazing presentation. You know, I think when we go in and tell them what they want to hear, you can always get great reviews. Um, if you go in there and tell something that is a little challenging to what they previously believed, what's real for them, it's a lot harder for people to just be like, oh, yeah, that was amazing. You get people who are blown away because they had never considered it and think it's awesome. You have a lot of people like, wow, that's really interesting. I ought to consider that. You know, that has made an impact on what is real. And for others, they won't see the value. And I think that's part of why I love that what we share is what's real for us. It's not what's right. Is that it allows us and some people will be greatly impacted by it and others won't. And that's okay. It's up to us though to continue to share it so that they have the opportunity to be impacted.
1: So as you said that, Tom, I was thinking that you kind of said that you were overwhelmed. Yesterday with choices, right? Yeah. Which yeah. I think led you to be stuck. That's what I observed. That's a fair assessment. Which led to self-doubt, right? Sure. I'm just
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right.
1: And and for for you folks listening and watching at home, Tom and I play with these concepts all the time. But it really struck me that the overwhelm leads to the stuck, that leads to self-doubt, self which causes more stuck and more. It, it magnifies the overwhelm and the stuck part. And then you become paralyzed. I think it goes from stuck to a paralysis. Like, when we talked yesterday, you were really rattled. So much so that I didn't want to call it out because I was afraid it was going to further rattle you. Sure. But when we had the second discussion, I was prepared, like, I've got to get him to realize that this is not the, you know, you're not giving a Nobel Peace Prize presentation here. You got 50 minutes to change people's minds and ever so slightly. And I think that's something that we tend not to do. We, we tend to be focused on that huge result. I'm speaking to this group. I've got 50 minutes. I want to change their whole view of the world and make them renegades. And I want them to follow the whole renegade pathway. And I want them all in on being renegades. Realistically, if you're talking to 50 people, you might get 10 You go, yeah, I'm a renegade. You might get 30 to go, I never really used that word before. And you're going to get 10 that go, I don't know what that guy's on. But that is not the right word. I can't believe he's using that word. And accepting that, and when we talked last night, I think realizing what you believed and presenting it, and I think that's ultimately when we get unstuck, when we celebrate, when we do the day pack, when we do all these things, it's really us going, you know what, I have something of value to share. Whether it's a product to a potential client, whether it's an email to your database, or whether it's a presentation, I believe in what I have to share. You're different about it this morning than you were yesterday. Yesterday, you were kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what I want to try to accomplish. Today, when we talked before this, you were, here it is, Bob. Here's how I'm going to go. And we tweaked, you know, one or two words. But it was clear. And I think the other thing I'd take away just in your example, which is so valuable, the fact that you walked away from it. You could have stayed up till four in the morning, stressing yourself over it, only to lose a night's sleep and be no closer to where you wanted to go. I think walking away from it and seeing it anew this morning is one of the ways that we can eliminate the self doubt because a new day, it's like, okay, where's my value here? I believe in what I'm doing. These people have chosen me to give this presentation. So someone needs to, someone must believe I have value here. Funny, the guy who doesn't have value to that group can say that, but I'll leave that alone.
0: (laughs) This is really getting to you, isn't it?
1: It really isn't. I'm just messing with you. It's it's actually, I like to present, but I'm actually happier that you're the only one presenting to this group because I think it it it's just better for a lot of reasons. It's just different. It's not better. Well, and I'm also I'm also excited because I feel like I've kind of been mentoring you on the speaking journey. And so I'm excited for my student or protege to get to bigger and better stages and have the results that I know you can have and the opportunities you have. And that's that deep down inside, that's the more exciting thing to me. You know, yesterday going through it with you at a level. That we've never really gone through it and really dissecting it was exciting to me.
0: Yeah. Well, and it makes such a difference again. You know, I think so often we get stuck in our heads. And we and when we have a chance to have someone ask us things that we hadn't considered, because how could we? We would, you know, we're focused over here. And if this is over here, I can't see that. But someone else from the outside can. Share that. And again, some of the things you shared were like, yeah, that, that's awesome. I need to include that. And others were like, yeah, yeah I don't know that that fits in I, where I'm going, which is okay.
1: It just oh, it allowed
0: me to consider it, which broadened how I was looking at the overall picture.
1: Yep. So lots of insider baseball today with Tom and me. But I think the takeaway to anyone who's watched this far is. It's really hard to solve the complex problems that we're trying to solve as Renegades alone. And that's why Tom and I built the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. That's why we built the Renegade Success Network because we realized we were helping each other and we wanted other people to get that same help, that same opportunity to get the encouragement, to be able to go and say, I've got a big presentation tomorrow and I'm really struggling here with what it's like. I'm just, in my head too much and just being able to say that in a space where it's safe and people aren't going to say what is wrong with you Tom but they would say hey I've been there or I really if there's anything I can do please let me know I'd be happy to hear you give the presentation to me so you can try it or whatever and that's what we've built and Tom will tell you more about that group in a couple of minutes but to me that what's that I was
0: going to say, is that your one thing?
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. So the one thing would be find outside an outside person or outside people when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel stuck, so that you can at least get the lay of the land. If we go back to the forest idea, if there's a person up at the top of the forest in a tree stand looking around, they can point to West for you. They can they can help you clarify, and otherwise you are in that forest just looking at green trees, not sure which way you're going. So, what's your one thing, Tom?
0: I, you know, I really like that. I think that, and I think that sometimes we have to. Um, you know, I hadn't even really thought about the whole stepping away from it until we talked about it. Um, I didn't know that last night I was tired, and I knew I was frustrated, and I was going to be better prepared if I got up early and tried to figure it out. Um, and I also think that it's it's more, you know, a lot of what you did was ask some of the questions that we can ask ourselves, you know, that we forget about. Like, okay, what am I truly trying to accomplish? And what? It, where are they at? And if I move them even just a little bit, that might be enough for today. It might be one thing that is not, they're not like, wow, that was awesome and amazing. And I don't necessarily need to hear that. It was an opportunity. It's an opportunity for me to share what I think has value. And then others can determine what impact it has on them. And I think that's an understanding that when we can get to that point, sometimes we can do it alone. Oftentimes it takes someone else to help us get there, that the doubt can definitely go away. And now you have a different perspective on the whole situation. And again, like we always say, celebrate the action, celebrate the step that we took, And then at the end, I'll just ask my three questions. And and it's really not necessarily about the results of the moment. It's about what are we learning and how do we then leverage that information to move forward? I
1: like that as well. That's great. So, Tom, can I tell them a little more about that private Facebook group, the Ring of Renegades Facebook group? Because that's where you can gather with other people. Are you okay if I talk through it?
0: sounds like you really want to so sir sure, of
1: course I just feel like you've you, you know you've, you've been on the hot seat a little bit today so I figured I'd let you take a break for a moment or two um, so we have this private Facebook group and you may say why is it private why does he always say that's it's private it's private so you have the ability to share openly and honestly and that's really important to Tom and me so we're not just laying anyone in there who wants to spam everyone with their offer of the day. We want people who are dedicated to figuring out their own renegade pathway. So if that's something that would interest you, it's real simple. Go to Facebook, search for Ring Renegades. You'll find it, click. You'll be asked one or two questions. One of the questions they'll ask you is, we'll ask you, why are you a renegade? Why do you think you're a renegade? Give us an answer. You don't have to prepare a five paragraph essay like in ninth grade. If you want to, that's fine. Be happy to read it. But if you just have a simple thing, I'm carving my own unique path. I'm in this industry and I'm the only one who's doing it this way. That'd be beautiful. We'll let you in the group and you can get to know the more than 1,069 people in there. It's up to 1,069 people. I checked last night. I like that. So this is not a small group. This is a big group from all kinds of fields. So Tom, I totally forgot what comes after that. So I'm going to turn the thing back over to you.
0: Fair enough. Uh, thank you for sharing that information, Bob. I would also say that if you're listening to the podcast, we would love it if you could rate us and rate this. Show. Five stars. Thanks, Bob. And because we know that that will help get the message out further. And again, just like my presentation today, it's about how do we share what we have of value? so that it can impact others without really being concerned how many people is impacted. That's a result that we can't control. We just wanna focus on how do we share what we know so that others can be impacted. So we would love to have you do that. You can also share it with family and friends, coworkers, who you think might benefit from hearing a little bit about some of the daily struggles that business owners, leaders, entrepreneurs, nonprofit professionals deal with every day. Speakers, speakers, yes. Coaches, all of coaches, us yeah, deal with it every day. So uh, we would really appreciate that. And with that, I think it is time for us to wrap up the show. So I want, we want to thank you for being with us today, and we look forward to either seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning, eight a.m. Eastern time, for our next edition. Of today's antidote have a great day everyone
1: hey good luck with the presentation tom and everyone embrace the renegading you
0: thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the renegade success network the renegade success network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success to learn more about the renegade success network and how you can take your next step Follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.